From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bed Bath & Beyond is back, and our massive Labor Day sale is going on now. Shop over one million deals with all the brands you love and a huge new selection of furniture, decor, and everything else you need to create the home of your dreams. All in one amazing online store. Download our new app and save even more with exclusive deals and offers. Plus, get free shipping right to your front door. Welcome to a bigger, better beyond. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining into Adventures in the Spirit. Guys, I'm so excited for what God is doing in each and every one of us around the world even. We're seeing lives change, transformed for Jesus. Uh, my ministry has recently, recently seen over 496 people give their lives to Jesus through Skype events in Pakistan and through the show being on King TV, Prayer TV, Now Praise TV, Vision TV. It's amazing what God is doing. Before we jump into today's interview, I want to encourage you, if you want to learn how to hear God's voice, and prophesy, then enroll in my e-course, Entry Level Prophecy. It's available for you on charismacourses.com. The link is provided right here on this podcast and even on the stream right here, Entry Level Prophecy, so that you can hear God, you can encourage, comfort, and edify people through the prophetic word as each and every one of us could do Entry Level Prophecy. So please enroll as a student in Entry Level Prophecy on charismacourses.com. But I'm so excited for my special guest today. I have Chuck Perry. Chuck Perry knows a thing or two about seeing heaven come to earth. Since giving his life to Jesus in the wilds of Colorado as a young man and now as the director of the Bethel Healing Rooms in Redding, California, he has seen food multiplied. He's seen weather patterns changed for the glory of Jesus and countless people saved, filled with the Holy Spirit and healed in the name of Jesus. And he even briefly raised his mother-in-law from the dead. It's exciting, guys, what God has done through this man. Help me welcome Chuck Perry to Adventures in the Spirit. Chuck, thank you so much for being on the program. All right, Jared, it's a joy to be here. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm so excited for what God is doing through you. It's amazing what your testimony that's on chuckperry.com and, and what God's doing through the Bethel Healing Rooms. I've been a fan for years. What God is doing there. I visited a couple years ago during the car fire and had interviewed some people there who were helping the community out during the car fire just several years ago. It's amazing. I've got some friends at that church. So I want to give them a shout out to Dan Langenberg. But Chuck, I'd love to know what God is doing in you and through you now in this in this uh, season that we're in. All right. Well, it's a strange season everywhere. And so our healing rooms has gone online and we're doing Zoom rooms. And just last Saturday, we had a woman get out of her wheelchair for the first time in years and walk 
in the Zoom room <laughs> over a Zoom screen. Uh, it was pretty exciting. We had another gentleman who could only hobble around. He had some severe uh, muscular and nerve damage, and he actually got up. His strength came into his body. He got up and he ran around the room. His hands have been swollen. He's a writer and he hadn't been able to type or write. And the swelling went down. He could move his hands. He could run around the room. And so we, we've got miracles happening over Zoom these days. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. And I've seen that firsthand with shoulders being healed or even through the Skype events of people receiving salvation and the baptism with the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jesus and what he's doing through technology. The sky is the limit. There's no borders as people are hungry for, for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I, I'd love to know, Chuck, how, how you came to become the director of the Bethel Healing Rooms in Reading. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm from Colorado. Uh, I lived in the mountains of Colorado for 36 years, met Jesus there. Um, my wife and I planted a church and a ministry school and pastored another church there. And at the time, we had a school of the spirit. We, I, I pastored in a ski resort. And so we had a lot of people coming and going all the time. And we decided we needed to get these people grounded, these young people, snowboard bums, bartenders, people who are coming to know Jesus. We needed to get them grounded in the, the spirit and the word. And so we started a school of the spirit. And our young people just grew phenomenally. More people started coming. And we were using a lot of different books. And one of the books that we used was When Heaven Invades Earth back in the early 2000s. So when Bill Johnson and Randy Clark did a healing school in Colorado, we took a bunch of our students to it. And I had been looking for an apostolic connection. We had a tiny church in the mountains of Colorado. We took people all over the world. We, we did missions work from this tiny church. You know, we were very active, but we had a global vision and we wanted somebody bigger than us with a global vision. And Amen. when I heard Bill Johnson speak, I thought, okay, I, my heart resonates with him. So we came to Bethel to check it out and stayed two weeks, uh, came to a leader's advance. And my wife said, uh, I think we're going to move here. And I said, that's impossible. <laughs> we, you know, we have too much going. We had a radio show. We had a school of the spirit. We had a missions group. We had uh, the church. But she was right. And <laughs> within a couple of months, we moved here, not knowing really anybody here. We, uh, we moved here in 2008. And I started working in the outreach department and then the healing rooms and then became the director of the healing room so that's how it happened in a nutshell <laughs> i love that that's exciting and yeah the healing rooms i've visited so it's amazing what god's doing in that and it's very important to be aligned i mean i felt just uh, not too long ago that i needed to be apostolically aligned uh -huh. so now i'm part of harvest international ministries it's very important to have apostolic alignment i know that healing is very scriptural a uh, firm believer in it, seeing God heal people. So I was wondering, why is it important that we know the scripture to have a healing ministry? <laughs> because there are a lot of arguments out there <laughs> raging around. And, if, and that's the whole principle of the book alignment is aligning with truth and the spirit. People have lots of ideas, churches, doctrines. There are lots of ideas, but are they based on the word of God and in truth? Right. And so... It, for me, it's so important that we immerse ourselves in the word. And we we use the healing model of Jesus. We just go into the gospels. 
because we're under a new covenant. Jesus opened opened up heaven for us, and we want to see, okay, what is Jesus saying? He started the whole thing, got his disciples healing the sick, healed everybody who came to him, told us to do the works that he did and greater works than these because he went to the Father. And going to the Father, he and the Father sent the Holy Spirit. So it, it's just so important to be filled with the truth and know. And then our experiences, which can be anything, they don't dictate our belief system. The Word of God does. Whether we see somebody healed or not, we still know Wow, healing is God's plan. It's why Jesus came. It's what he promised. It's what he brings. And so we have to be grounded in the truth because circumstances sometimes don't line up with truth. Right. And so as the director of the healing rooms, what are some of the miracles that you've seen God do in you and through you? I mean, you've already mentioned some, but I know that you could probably share hundreds of stories. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We've seen children healed. We've seen women in their 80s healed. We've seen, you know, every age group healed, every condition, every disease, every situation. One story that I share in the book Alignment that is one of my favorites is an 84-year-old woman came into the healing rooms for back pain, but her right side was semi-paralyzed and her arm and leg were shorter than the other because she'd had polio at birth. And for 84 years, she had limped around and hobbled and not been able to use her right side properly. And one of our nine-year-old healing room geniuses, one of our kids' team, came up to her and said, your leg's too short. And so she explained about polio. He wasn't impressed. He said, "Uh, can we grow it out? (laughs) She'd never thought of that. So he sat her down and held up her leg and said, grow. And the thing shot out two inches. (laughs) She was dumbfounded. So she got up and she, her whole body was different. It, it, the balance was different. Everything was different. But what she found is that as soon as she stood up, her hip, knee, and ankle all worked, which they had not before for 84 years. She'd limped around with a stiff leg. And so we were cheering and I asked her, what's something you've never done before? She said, I've never walked up and down stairs properly. And so I said, well, we have stairs right out here in the hall. Can we try it? And we took her out. And I got to see her face as for the first time in her life for 84 years. She walked downstairs free of pain, all her joints moving, completely free. And, you know, just to see a a life changed. It's one of the most exciting things in the world. (laughs) Absolutely. And you mentioned that kids are part of the healing rooms. Yeah, there are special forces. (laughs) They have no filters. They just go after it. (laughs) Yes, that is so true. My kids see angels. I mean, we do activations at at bedtime for, you know, when we're praying. And my daughter is has been leading some of those activations even. So, wow. Can you share some stories about the kids? (laughs) So the kids, um, we ask them to, to draw prophetic pictures, just to draw a prophetic picture and then come into the room and find the person that it's for. And so this one, um, I think it was a six-year-old boy, he drew this thing that was purple and and funny looking. And so we had, we needed a little interpretation. We said, okay, what's that? He goes, it's a dinosaur. And and there was this thing in its mouth. I said, well, what's he doing? He says, well, he's eating a crab. I went, okay, a dinosaur eating a crab. That was all he got. And we said, well, who do you think it's for? And he pointed to a gentleman, an older gentleman across the room. We said, okay, why don't you go give it to him? And it turned out the gentleman was German 
and he the boy explained the picture to him and the guy starts crying and it turns out that the german word for cancer is crab and so here's the dinosaur eating the crab the gentleman had cancer he'd just been diagnosed with cancer he was all emotional about it and so the boy told him god you know was healing his cancer so we prayed for him he went to the doctor and sent us an email later saying all his numbers had come down. And he and he said, uh, dinosaur <laughs> one, crabs zero. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. And, and you're, in your bio, it mentions how you've seen food multiply. And yeah. I've seen that personally in my life on a mission trip to Honduras. But how have you seen God multiply food? Um, so every summer for 20 years, my wife and I led a, a missions trip of people into pagan festivals, New Age and pagan festivals, where 30,000 people, Wiccans, counterculture people, Krishnas, all kinds of countercultural beliefs all go and camp out for two weeks in a national forest in the United States, and they just do all kinds of things. So we got the idea to go and and be the body of Christ in the middle of this and just be the presence of God and see what he would do. And he always does stuff. (laughs) Sometimes we just go places and just be and watch heaven open up. And so we don't always have a plan, but we started feeding people because that was a great desire of people. There are 30,000 people and they're hungry. And so we would haul tons of food in. We'd make these incredible meals where they were eating rice and beans. We'd make elk steak fajitas and, you know, sweet and sour duck and just all these ridiculous meals for 400 people. But there are always more people that want food. So every single day as we'd have these 20 gallon pots and we'd be serving people, the line would go on way off into the woods and we'd feed and then the spoon would scrape the bottom of the pot and our team would all gather around and just, you know, we just declare multiply it. And, you know, you you get this impression that we should make, give smaller helpings and make it go farther. But the Holy Spirit inside would rise up and we'd go, no, our God is a God of abundance. That's right. And so I, I put the lid partly over the pot so I wasn't looking at the lack in the pot. And I just scoop out huge helpings for an hour, scraping the pot with every single time. And this happened every day for two weeks. Yeah. For 20 years and we wow. would you know feed until everybody was fed sometimes feed an hour you know right out of this empty pot scraping the bottom and everybody got fed when everybody was fed you'd look inside and the food was gone so <laughs> it happened hundreds and hundreds of times <laughs> wow wow and and even weather patterns can you elaborate on that i mean we saw jesus do it uh yeah so um, some of changing the weather was just for like we'd be we lived in the mountains of Colorado. So we'd have outdoor weddings, outdoor church services, outdoor campouts, all kinds of things where the afternoon rains would come up. And so we would get the team and we declare, you know, open heavens, blue sky coming through. And, uh, you know, we'd see the weather change. But a lot of times there were disasters we needed to avert. One time at one of these New Age festivals, there there were a whole lot of people, like 75 people in an open meadow when we're preaching the gospel. And all of a sudden, these black clouds come rolling over the mountain. And it's just pouring down rain in the distance. And it's coming right towards us. And so 
I just said to everybody in the meadow, I said, okay, it says in Matthew chapter 18 that if two of you on earth agree as touching anything, it will be done by my Father who's in heaven. So I want you to turn around, look at this storm coming at us. We're going to command the the storm clouds to part in the middle, to go around and rain on the woods on both sides of us, and it'll be sunny right over us. And people turned around and they freaked out because here's this the storm rolling at us really fast and and we all declared that and the storm split in the middle and went around and we stayed in the sunshine and it was a perfect illustration we're we're preaching to many unbelievers about the kingdom of heaven and, and the authority we have in christ but we also when we were in colorado had a lot of young people in the ski resort who grew up in in church but they'd been taught a lot of error so they'd been right. taught that god doesn't heal today and so it was really hard to get them to believe God for healing miracles, but nobody had ever told them that they couldn't change the weather. So we got them all changing the weather. <laughs> and once they're really good at changing the weather, I would tell them, hey, healing is just as easy as changing the weather. And the principle is when you see a giant storm cloud, on the other side of that storm cloud, there is a sun and there is a blue sky. And it's just like the circumstances of life. Cancer is like a storm cloud. Financial ruin is like a storm cloud. Relational dysfunction is a storm cloud. But if we look through that storm cloud, there's the kingdom of heaven on the other side. And this is faith. We see what is in heaven and we start calling it in and we command the clouds to depart. So it's a perfect illustration of faith in the kingdom of heaven, breaking through our circumstances and bringing heaven. And so once they got that in their head, then anything's possible. <laughs> yes, anything is possible. That's right. Nothing is impossible for God. That's, That's right. amazing. I love it. So you've got this, this book out called Alignment, and the subtitle is called Live a Life of Miracles. Yes. And obviously That's your right. life. Uh, <laughs> your life is a life of miracles. So from that book, you talk about how we can become more aligned with God and his uh -huh. will and the kingdom of God. So would you elaborate on how we can have practical steps so that we could be aligned with God? Well, you know, one of the easiest things, I, I just say that it's the, you know, the key to breakthrough in every area of life is first to recognize that he's already here. So many times like orphans, we cry out, oh God, please come, please come. But if if I'm a believer, he says he moved inside. And so the the greatest honor is to honor his presence based on his word. I love it when I feel his presence, when I see, taste, smell, hear his presence. But a lot of times we're in situations and, you know, <laughs> airports and all kinds of places where you just don't feel the presence of God. But he's here because he says he's here. And he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He says, I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in me. He says that the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in me and gives life to my physical body by his spirit. And so I find that it's the greatest honor to recognize his presence based on his word. God, you say you're here, so I'm going to honor your presence. And I begin to talk to him as if he was the closest person here. Yes. Circumstances might make me feel like he's distant and far away, but circumstances are liars. And, you know, and any feeling of disconnection from God is a lie because we can't disconnect from him. He moved inside. And so I choose to honor his presence based on his word and recognize, like it, if I came on this show and you never recognized that I was here, I'd just be this face there. But 
and you'd have access to anything that I had, but you wouldn't access it if you didn't introduce me, recognize my presence. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. We act like he's not here because he's invisible, but he moved inside. And so I choose to honor Jesus, his presence in the midst of us. We're two gathered on the screen in his name. And so he's here because he says he's here. And so the more I, I connect with what he says is true and go, okay, I'm going to honor you based on that. Then all of a sudden the, I get a heightened awareness of his presence and things, things just start happening. <laughs> Amen. That's so good. So how did God encourage you or inspire you to write your book, Alignment? Uh, well, I travel all around the world and, and share the simplicity of the gospel and the simplicity of healing. And I go places where there's intellectual, you know, people have humanistic intellectual ideas, Christians do. And, you know, so healing's really hard for them. And I go and bring the simplicity of the gospel where it's really easy. And so, so many people have said, you know, everybody isn't teaching the message that you're teaching. <laughs> and you've been teaching this for years. We'd really like you to write a book about it. And I had interns for years that told me to write a book. And one of them even outlined the chapters and go, here's stuff you teach. You need to write this book. And so I, I finally gave in and <laughs> said, okay. And it was really fun writing it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This podcast is not just information. We're all about impartation, revelation, and activation. Yes, I think yes. it would be an honor to have you activate us, impart something to us, whatever it is that the Holy Spirit has led you led you to do for this this moment. Uh huh. All right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like God just really wants us to to create a culture of heaven in every relationship that we have in our churches, in our connections, and just uh, us two meeting right here, right now. That it's really easy for us to think about our differences or think about what we aren't seeing happen. But the culture of heaven really is recognizing that oh God, you're here already inside me. You're here among us. And so every time that we come together, impossible things get to happen, get to break out. And so here we are, two of us, you know, believing God, filled with the Spirit <laughs> in His presence. And so what impossible thing could break out right now? How about anything and everything? I, like right now, I just feel like people watching the show, there are some who just are, are weighted down with the concern of the world that, you know, if you read the news or watch the news, the world looks horrible. It looks like terrible things are happening. And yet in reality, what Jesus said is when the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so every time we see the, the thief doing his thieving stuff all around us, that means Jesus is here to bring life and life more abundantly. And so um, I just want to encourage people that some people under the weight of oppression and anxiety and fear, um, because they're watching what the thief is doing and all this thievery, I, I just want to have you turn your attention right now and look into the face of Jesus because he came 
for you to have life and life more abundantly. And whenever the, the stealing, killing, destroying is happening, it means he's here bringing the opposite, bringing life, bringing hope, bringing life more abundantly. And so I, I just prophesy into many people's lives right now yeah. that there's a turning point right now as you look into the face of Jesus. He's yes. bringing life. He's bringing hope. He's bringing an abundance. He's bringing healing. We've seen COVID healed so many times over Zoom, you know, over telephones, over FaceTime, in you know, thousands of different ways we've seen it healed. It's only a disease, but he's the healer. And he's come where where that that thief is stealing the economy of the world and the you know the well-being of people. He's come to bring life. And so we are purveyors of life. We're brokers of heaven and of the life of heaven. And so right now there's a word of hope going forth that's going to cancel hopelessness and going to bring an impartation of a living hope inside of people. Amen. Amen. Can you pray for me right now? I mean, <laughs> I like, 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 the, the glory of God is is right here right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just on I, I never asked this, but can you pray for me right now? Sure. <laughs> Jared gets more glory right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, God. You're all over Jared right now. There's there's an upgrade in his in, encounter with your goodness and your glory. An upgrade beginning to see truth everywhere he looks, beginning to hear your voice in in new nuances. Jared, I just see you like a tuning fork. You know, God's just going boing, and all of a sudden you're resonating with heaven. You're resonating with the heart of the Father right now, and it's his heart for the people around you. Yeah, you're bringing the heart of the Father to a, a hurting and fatherless people, a people who've been orphaned. Yeah, and, and the heart of the Father is increasing in you in resonance. It, it's resonating so that, you know, the sweet aroma of the knowledge of God is is diff, it, diffusing everywhere you go. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> There's an upgrade in the glory coming through you right now. Uh, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Wow. Uh, wow. Whew. <laughs> wow. Oh, Thank geez. you, Jesus. Um. <laughs> and if anybody's watching or listening to this, the glory <laughs> is falling upon you in Jesus' name. Yep. <laughs> the glory of God fall upon you in Jesus' name. The anointing is tangible and transferable, and it's for you right now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Be ambushed by his glory. Look out <laughs> in front of you, behind you, all around you, underneath you, and above you. Yep, ambushes the glory. Oh. Chuck, this was powerful, man. I was in the realms of glory. <laughs> yeah, it's, gonna, yeah. it's gonna keep going. I, oh, I believe yeah. that it's gonna keep going. And anybody viewing and you know, watching and listening, the glory fall upon you. We bless that, Jesus. So, Chuck, 
what is the best way for people to get more information about you, your ministry, and your book, Alignment? I have two Facebook pages, um, both Chuck Perry. One is a personal one. One's a ministry one. So they're, all, they're way more up-to-date things. I have a website, chuckperry.com, but I don't, I don't always get that updated. That is old information, but the Facebook page has, you know, new information. Uh, Amazon, both my books are on Amazon and they are available. Those are, are some ways. <laughs> well, thank you so very much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. Oh, I want to encourage everybody to go to chuckperry.com, purchase that book, Alignment, and check out his ministry and what God's doing in him. He's got the his other book, um, Free Falling, yeah, as well. Amen. So Free Falling, that was self-published, and then he's got the new one, Alignment. I want to encourage you guys to check it out and purchase it. And may the glory of God fall upon you in Jesus' name. And don't forget to subscribe and share Adventures in the Spirit of Jared Lasky, available for you on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Charisma Podcast Network. Chuck, thank you for being on Adventures in the Spirit. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Bless you. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.